This is a Capricorn FM podcast. The basic education minister is talking about the need for all stakeholders that includes parents, teachers and community members to participate in the upcoming school governing body elections. And uh, Mutsaga says as the department launches this campaign, parents, teachers, communities should join government in the in this endeavor. That is obviously crucial. It's also one important point there, one area. Let's speak to the chief director for planning and implementation at the department, James Nlebe, and talk about this. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Mr. Jokin. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Well, talk to us about um, today's main message that the minister, the department wanted to communicate and as far as the launch is concerned. Well, the message was to actually give the nation the date of the election. I know the nation is waiting for the general election from the president. So the minister announced heads, which must take place from the 1st to the 31st of March. And and the message in particular was, was directed to parents that they must participate in these elections. They must make themselves available. She quoted a lot of researches that indicate that where parents get involved, even the standard of uh, teaching and learning improves. Learner performance improves in such schools. Such schools are not easily vandalized or destroyed because parents take key interest in those. So she was saying to the parents, please, please be there. Please avail yourself to be elected. Elect very responsible people that will assist you in the next three years to build the school and make it what you want to be. So, so that was basically the message. Mm-hmm. But the actual elections themselves start happening from uh, the 1st of March. March. Yes. Okay. This emanates from the fact that the last election was was on on, in, on 2021. So according to the South African Schools Act, elections only take place every three years. So it actually means we don't have time to even extend. FASA just put the deadline, it ends up there. So if elections don't take place in those schools around March, chances are that schools will remain without LGBs until they elect one. And, and so therefore, what are the processes that are involved that accompanies uh, that period? The process is that schools must begin to develop their voters' role. So this is the name of parents and their contact details. You know, they have to do it now because they're done with admission processes. They have new students, I mean, new learners that they, they have admitted. So they must update those records. And that becomes a voter role on who the parent is. And this they must verify in time because there is an interest from those who are not parents who would like to buy parenthood and bribe the parents of the children in order for them to get into into LGBs. After that, schools need to inform the parents about the date of the election because each school determines its own. And, and after that, then parents will have to go to the school in order to make their mark. But I must indicate LGBs is not parents. So parents run their own elections. Teachers will run their own. If it's a high school, learners will also run their own. So all those that get elected from the different components come together. That's what you call an LCB. Okay. The voters' role, did you say that, that, that that's an important um, an important part perhaps in as ensuring that parents are very involved? Uh, what are the measures that are taken there? What is important to take into consideration? As we know, 
know that in some schools, schools complain about parents not participating in school activities as they should. That 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 is our fear because uh, when we call parents to come and elect, there is an expectation of a fifty percent quorum. They must reach that quorum because we don't want SGBs that represent nobody. What is expected is that uh, we must work hard. Hence, the minister has announced today. Mm that people in communications could themselves to advertise the dates of their election and push parents to come in. And and what we tried to do as a department was also to increase the modes of elections. Mm. Traditionally, you'll call parents into a hall or under a tree, then they'll run those elections in a meeting where they nominate and vote and it's done. So that is one mode of election. Another mode of election is to allow parents free time, like in general elections, where you go to the election venue at any time of your choice. So the school gets open the whole day. Those who transport their children to school in the morning may be able to get into the school and vote or come back during lunchtime or come back when you to face the children in the afternoon. We call that a whole day election. It gives us an opportunity to have as many parents as possible to participate. Because it's not every time that that the time that the school puts will suit a, a particular parent. And you know, in our African schools, in mm. the home, in the rural areas and in the townships, we normally depend on weekends when parents are not working. Mm. So those weekends will compete with funerals in, in those areas, will compete with weddings and, and, and unveilings and so on. So if we don't want to compete with those, then open the school the whole day. That one will go to the funeral at 6, 7 in the morning, especially in the Mpopo. Mm. When you come back, you can still go there. You can still go and do your groceries and come back or go and vote and go and do your groceries. So the schools need to be open the whole day for that type of a process. Yeah. So that's what we encourage most. And for the advanced... And those that are in urban areas have smartphones and gadgets like those. Elections can be done electronically. So we have provided those three modes of elections mm. just to ensure that we've got maximum participation. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, maximum participation is important. You you, you touched on it in the beginning, uh, the benefits of parents participating. But just to go back there and, and talk about that, to bring it more into light, parents participating, how important is it for parents to be part of the school governing bodies, the activities of their schools? It, it is extremely important. Uh as an individual parent, when you have a, an adolescent child in a high school and the child knows and understands that my mother, my father is always around the school, is always assisting, chances of that child becoming a delinquent and misbehaving are very, very near. But, but, but remember, teachers need the support that they get because their role mostly is that of providing teaching in the classroom. But, but, but the, the, the culture, the norms, and the values of a particular school cannot be determined by teachers. They are determined by the community where the school is situated. Mm. That is where the code of conduct, the norms and values come from. And, and, and remember, we send teachers to a school, but it is the very same LGBs that will go and and deal with the selection processes, and then recommend the appointment of teachers to the department. So that is key for the community, because the community understands its needs, understands what it wants, 
and therefore understand the type of a child they want, that they want to bring in. So together, as parents and teachers and learners of a particular school in a community, you'll be driving a school to a direction which you think will benefit your community. Right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Good evening to you. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.